Welcome and thank you for joining us on the Sandy Pars Podcast, your source for in-depth discussions about the world of golf for the amateur golfer. We're your hosts, Rennie Duran and Ryan Munoz. On this episode, we unpack the Arnold Palmer Invitational and preview the Players' Championship. Stay tuned after the break. Welcome back to the Sandy Pars Podcast, episode 56. Uh, I am your host, Randy Duran, joined by my co-host, Ryan Munoz. Let's go, 5-6. Five, 5-6, six. Five, six, big week in golf, um, coming and going. A uh, month out from the Masters, officially. A month out from the Masters. We got the biggest chunk of the season, or the biggest uh, part of the season, just getting started. Yes, indeed. Um, had an exciting week with the Arnold Palmer. We'll recap that, um, and then we'll re- preview the, the players a little bit. Uh, Hell yeah. But let's start with some game talk. All right. Uh, we recently played around at Peacock Gap. Yep, yesterday. Yesterday, one of the easiest courses probably in the Bay Area, I would I would say. I would say so, most definitely. Uh, but still a really good time. Very I lo- fun. I love going out there and playing. It's a little bit of an ego boost, but if you're working on stuff, and you no, want to go, nice. play, you it's, go it's, play some It's place. a nice and, – and it's still, you know, um, it can provide a challenge. For sure. Uh, but – yeah, it is a very forgiving course. Right. Well kept, good condition. Good um, conditions. Um, f- nice and flat. Yeah. And that's hard to, harder to hard find. Hard to find in the Bay Area, yeah. for sure. Definitely very, resembles more of a valley golf course. Right, right. Um, but the course is in good shape. Uh, got to play um, full 18 in great weather. Might have pretty been, sm- pretty pretty decent pace of play for a Sunday yeah. at a public course, I thought. Yeah, I mean, I, I felt that the... The marshals out there were rushing the guys in front of us, and yeah, we were waiting a little bit, but it, it, it wasn't the, as big of a deal it as was, they made it. It was just the one dude yeah. that we couldn't figure out what he was doing. <laughs> he, I mean, yeah, that dude, he was way far behind his group. So. I can't understand that situation where all three of your other playing partners are on the green, and you're like 150 yards out yeah. from that shot. Like, I don't know what's going on there. Did he lose a ball in his approach shot and then just went back to, like, where he was rough? Like, I mean, that seems so silly. Yeah. Um, I bet. I, I and this, wanted... this happened multiple times. Oh, yeah. There was, I think, three times where I was like, what, uh, what, what, is, what is this guy doing? <laughs> Even that dude we were playing with. But, uh, yeah. I was hoping to run into his playing partners afterwards and just kind of ask, like, what was the deal with that guy? But. Whatever. Um, overall, a speedy round for a Sunday, um, kind of right in the heart of the day there. So that was that was great. It was it was fun. Um, how did you play? Uh, I I did not play that well, but overall, I, I actually feel more encouraged than I did the previous week. Uh, I just, as you know, I could not uh, get myself off the tee, which has not been an issue for me of 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 late. Even though I haven't been playing much, but even really into the like the end of last year. Um, so I was just fighting blocks off all day with my driver and right. not leaving myself in good position. And I managed to get lucky a good amount on the front nine <laughs> with finding some balls and some errant tee shots and, uh, managed to shoot a 42, but then the driver really got to me on the last five holes of yeah. that day. I mean, I hit a couple good drives, um, but I was struggling with that, but I was very, my takeaways, um, the positives of it, I, I got my short game touch back. I hit some great bunker shots. I hit some good iron shots. Um, that one on the, the iron shot you hit on, what was it, uh, two? Yeah. That yeah. was incredible. 
Yes, I mean the fact that I yeah that was a great shot set up really well for me as a lefty being a little bit uphill mm-hmm. and above my feet um, to keep it under these trees. But like finding that ball, that was a bad drive that I just happened to I fucking plunk into a side hill of yeah. another hole. I thought that was going to number three green. Um, no, dude, it's crazy. <laughs> Both, I mean, they were. I hit. I hit two because we didn't know if I, I was going to hit a. Provi- I hit a provisional. Right. They were right next to each other uh, on, the <laughs> side, on the side of the hill. Uh, but yeah, dude. So the short game was back. I hit some great bunker shots. Um, I didn't convert the putts, but whatever. Uh, I felt much more confident with my wedges in my hands. So um, I'm a little disappointed off the tee, but overall, I, I know that's something I can fix very easy. Um, it's also tough to not be able to hit driver before you play and kind of see where yeah, it's at yeah, for the day. Yeah, because then, you know, I know I'm blocking it off. I can try a couple things. Right. Um, but whatever. Uh, it was it was still a good time. It's like my third round of the year, literally. So, yeah. um, it's, it, you know, it's, it's kind of to be expected. So, right. how about yourself? Uh, I played pretty good. I shot a 42 on the front as well. Um, I was not necessarily hitting fairways with my driver until uh, towards the end of the front nine. And then the back nine, I shot even par. Yeah, yeah. You hit some good shots down the stretch. Well, I wouldn't know on the back nine. I wasn't with you guys as much. I was <laughs> off into the fucking brush. Um, but, yeah, I mean, some some takeaways. Uh, you know, the whole taking out the left side of the course is really starting to uh, become, you know, uh, second nature at this point. I'm really comfortable taking on a hazard on the left-hand side mm-hmm. if it means, you know, I know I'm still going to move the ball to the right. Yeah. Um, other key takeaway was just hitting, uh, some really, uh, good two irons off the tee. You did. Um, I smashed, I smashed that club, uh, and it was, it's perfect out there. For, it's great for that course. That course has a, a lot of, t- a lot of places where, you know, if you hit driver, it might even be too much. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, that was, that I was, was one great. for two off the tee with the two iron. Well, you I had on one nine. good one and then I had one poor one, but on I'll take you, it. Yeah. You, stri- you striped it. Um, yeah, and then uh, just just the back nine being able to convert some of those birdie opportunities uh, was really starting to to get some distance on on the drives and, and get them in the fairway. Um, I think that I knew I was going to have a pretty good day, which was on the first par five, which is the uh, fourth what, hole four. Yeah, I hit my first shot uh, into like the trees just past that first bunker on the right hand yeah, side. Yeah, yeah, and so I had to hit. I, I could either go. Over the tree for like 125 yards, I could try to hook one around the right side of this tree, um, or I could try to to fade one or slice one around mm-hmm. um, underneath the tree on the left. And I was sitting there thinking about the shot, and I was just going to go over it and take my medicine, hit a longer shot into uh, into green. the green. But instead, I was just like, you know what? I'm hitting I'm hitting fades all day. I might as well just try to see if I can like cook one to do it. And I hit dude, absolutely perfect shot, nice and low under the tree, um, curve stayed in the fairway and rolled forever. I, I mean, I had, I still, I had a, a 65 yard shot. Into yeah. The green yeah I don't remember seeing you go in. So, um, that, yeah, that was pretty much the story of the day for myself. Two bogeys in the back, two birdies kept it. And all the rest were pars. I had some, I had some really good looks at, at birdie that I just missed. Um, just didn't put them. I barely had any pars out there. I had a couple par, a couple birds, a few pars, a lot of (laughs) bogeys and doubles. Um, I though I must say, 
I uh, I definitely I didn't pull any drives. Um, and yeah. That's one thing I'm not like I, uh, where I wasn't getting so frustrated because I did pull some drives mm-hmm. and Manteca, some violent hooks. Oh. So I was trying to not pull. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, again, I can build off that overall. Um, yeah, dude, and you you played very consistent. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I my misses weren't too bad. I didn't have like any like sculled shots or any shanks or anything like that. Everything just fell off to the right. So. Um, you know, it's a forgiving golf course. Yeah, there was probably a couple shots that on on a more difficult course would have been in some shit. But at the same time, like I mean, that's just golf. I mean, yeah. Play- as as a left hander on that back nine, you can find some rough portions on that course. There. Yeah, I, I, uh, what was funny is the first few holes are all on the other side. Yeah, and so for a right hander is trying to get you to move the ball left the, for the first like five or six holes. Yeah. I feel, and then on the the last. Uh, on the back nine, it's trying to get you to move the ball right. I kept finding that thick shit, dude. That was killing me. <laughs> um, simple, you can't hit a second shot out of there. Right. It's just, I mean, I got away with it once or twice, but it's nasty out there. Um, definitely, I definitely, I feel like I, the back nine wasn't all bad. I played good up to like fourteen, and then I fucking just totally had a tough time. But uh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely things that we can build off of. Yep. So I finished. I finished the seventy-seven on the day. Pretty happy about that. Not my best out there. No, um, you've shot very low out there. Yeah. I mean, like I said, super forgiving. Not very. Not particularly long. Um, and no. we played from the whites. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. Definitely would have liked to post a little better score, but whatever. Again, third round of the year for me. So. Awesome. Um. Yeah, anything else? Shout out Parker. That was fun to play. Yeah, it was. That Parker was no. Um, I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna try to play here within the next couple of weeks. I don't know if I can actually swing it this weekend, maybe, but um, I'm definitely gonna get to the range and try to play. Yeah, I want to. Bu- I want to book a tee time for this weekend, but I just don't know if I'm free. Um, I might be able to do some Sunday. Yeah, well, I'll try to squeeze some in. Check some times out. Uh, cool. Should we go API? Speaking of hitting out of <laughs> dense rough, uh, these guys were really uh, hitting it out of the the lettuce uh, over the over the weekend. Um, congratulations, Scotty Scheffler! What a great finish to the tournament. Um, without getting too much into the end just yet, it was just incredible seeing. I mean, it was like a war of attrition at the yeah. very end. It was just who who was it going to fuck up? Um, yeah, right? Like six rounds total under par on the weekend. Yeah. Um, but going into the week, I mean, before they even teed off on Thursday, it seemed like a lot of the media uh, push or coverage was all about Ar- Arnold Palmer's original vision for what Bay Hill was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And they got, you know, they went into the whole story about how he acquired it, um, how he, the first time he played it, it was like a, a, a the match with, with Jack Nicholas or whatever. So ends up getting the course and his, his vision was it for it to be a U.S. Open type, um, of type of course to where it could host a U.S. Open. Um, holy shit. I mean, it was pretty much a U.S. Open out there. Yeah, well, I mean, that was U.S. Open level carnage there over the weekend. I mean, it was absolutely insane. Rory comes out on Thursday. A few guys come out on Thursday, shoot a 65, and it looks like, okay, you know. Yeah, I mean, there was low scores everywhere. Yeah, and so you're thinking, all right, you know, it's going to be you know how it's been for the past few years. Um, but then, then on Friday, you start seeing the scores start to go up, and all they're, all they're talking about, all the players are talking about how the – 
the greens had firmed up just from Thursday to Friday. And then the scores start going up. Um, on Thursday, uh, or on, on Thursday, they had 25 hole outs as well. So people were holing out. It's just looking, it's looking like the course is vulnerable. Um, but that then Friday, not be the case. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday came, like you said, how many, six rounds? Yeah. Over on Saturday and Sunday combined. Wow. There was four on Saturday. So there was only two on Sunday. Yep. Only wow. two yesterday. Um, and that was one was by, uh, like the dude, like the first dude out, you know? Right. Uh, I mean, yeah. So Thursday, I don't know if, did you catch, I'm just trying to think of some action that happened on Thursday. I saw that, uh, Rom's brain fart putt. Oh yeah. That was awesome. Number seven. Oh, okay. Wait, I got th- three rounds under par on the final. Excuse me. Still. That's incredible. Yes. Uh, yeah. Still single digits for the, for the weekend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, but yeah, the Rom's that, that little tap that he did i guess he said he was trying to stop himself and that's and he just kind of yeah i can see that yeah you know caught in between motions and then just ends up like tapping it i mean that's the only whatever right? yeah it's the it's a fucking one in a million type little brain fart thing like it happens to everybody um they were talking about it on the coverage as well like how you know how that's happened to so and so and they've seen it happen so many times i mean when i played in the the men's championship over here at Presidio, I missed like three of those tap-ins, just not yeah, just being attention. nonchalant about it. Yeah, and, yeah. He was actually trying to stop himself, which is probably the smart move. Um, he actually battled back and had a pretty good finish. I think he was like tied for fifteenth or something like that. When all was said and done, um, I could be way off, but I I, I just saw him just stick uh, with tied it. Tied seventeenth, seventeenth plus okay. two overall in the tournament. Um. Yeah, dude. I mean, I saw Watney's incredible shot. Did you end up seeing it? That's finally? the one that bounced off the water and yeah. onto the green. So, yeah, that was fucking nutty. So Fresno State alum, shout out, go dogs. Uh, Matt Watney. Jones, Matt Jones putter throw on Saturday. So I Saturday missed, morning. I missed that. Um, but yeah, Watney's shot was it was in the bunker, had to go over the lip, but under the tree. And then somehow end up on the green, and he skipped it across the water, and it uh, settled on like the little run up area, yeah. like the apron. Yeah, it was that was that was insane. Um, Did you see you? So you saw the the putter toss. I never got to see a clip. Oh of yeah, that. oh yeah. The putter toss is great. It <laughs> is. Uh, it was it was awesome. It's just frustration. Um, he misses one, then he misses it coming back, then he just hucks this thing. <laughs> into the into the the water with kind of no hesitation. Um, I believe. Oh, then some dude. I was listening to PGA Radio today, and some dude called in. And he said he was playing the pro am with him, and uh, that that he was he was <laughs> that he was pissed off about the greens at the pro am. He couldn't figure it out. He was like, "Yeah, he even asked me if he could try my putter out. He was trying out like a million putters." <laughs> So it makes hell of sense. He just got fed up, missed like a, a missed one, and then missed it coming back and just hucked this thing in the water. Uh, oh, it's awesome. No hesitations. Great. <laughs> uh, yeah, I saw him just. I saw him putting with his wedge. So I was like, he oh. knew something had happened. Yeah, um, love to see that. I love seeing uh, the pros struggle. Uh, yeah. So I was going to ask you that. So do you do you prefer a tournament like this or one like you know in the uh, the Earlier in the year, where they're just you know going twenty know. below, I would like to see 
this, but not maybe as bad as it was over the weekend. Um, and I think a lot probably has to do with the wind and, you know, the weather kind of that the wind in particular making those greens get so fast. Like, you know, three rounds under par on Sunday. That's- you know, that there, I would like to maybe see a little bit more, right? That tells right. me like you're not getting really rewarded for hitting good shots because there's only three people under par in a pro tournament. So, yep. Um, but I mean, I do like to see them struggle, right? And I don't think it was necessarily um, unfair to one side, you know. So mm-hmm. I, I do think it played fair. Everyone had to play on it. So I mean. Uh, yeah, kind of, I'd like to see more, but not quite as much of, as what we had over the weekend, if that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, you want to see them challenged, right? You don't want it to, you, you, and you want their, their good shots to be rewarded. And, uh, I'm actually trying to look up Rory McIlroy's comments, but I did see, um, Ian Poulter was even talking about how, how difficult the, the golf course was, but he came off a little less, uh, complainy. Mm-hmm. He was just, uh, well, it's, you know, yeah, I'm, it's, it's nice. It's reassuring for amateurs to watch pros run past like a run, a run a three footer pass that ends up, then, then you got like five feet coming back and you miss the knee knocker coming back too. Yeah. So, uh, McElroy's comments were uh, when he was talking about the the conditions. He said uh, the conditions, the way the conditions are, it makes you feel as if you're not playing as good as you are. Like I'm playing good, I'm hitting good shots, I'm swinging the club well, I'm chipping well, I'm putting well, but it can knock your confidence whenever the conditions are like this. I'm certainly playing better than shooting eight over on the weekend. Um, and then they asked him, like, you know, do they need to do something about it, or are players going to stop playing this tournament? And he said, Oh yeah. He basically said, yeah, they need to do something about it. There's a lot of guys that sort of stay away this week to get ready for the players next week. Next week's become such a big event, $20 million purse. The four majors are sacred in this game, but it's very close to being among them with the way it's going. So, Yeah, I mean, that, I, I kind of understand his point. Mm-hmm. You know, you're going to play a huge money tournament, um, and, you know, you're coming off of fucking shooting eight over for the weekend. Yeah. Like, you know, golf is such a confidence game. Um, uh, so I can I can kind of understand that point. Right. For sure. I, I can understand that. I'm trying to, like, when, when I watch, when I read it the first time. Um, it doesn't it, sound it, that complaining. It, you know? it, it, like, it came off a little complaining, but he's he's done this before. Yeah. He's complained before about course setup or conditions and. And someone probably asked him what he thought of the course setup too, right? right? So it's not like he just went out of his way to to say this. Uh, Um, But when you watch him say it, when you watch him answer, that's the vibe I got too was that. He was like, okay, I mean, if you're asking me, then yes, this is my point. Um, The whole thing about – the thing that got me about it though was how he finished it saying that players aren't going to start playing that tournament if they don't change something. Like, players are angry at it or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And, like, don't make it just a patty cake tournament. Right. You know? I think I, I think <laughs> I, I could watch... Bless you. I could watch the way that tournament played out. Um, I could watch it again. It was really good. It was fun watching them on Thursday or whatever, but once the, once the wind kicked in on, on Saturday and Sunday, it just made that course into a beast. Yep. And I don't know what you can do if you're setting up a course to play a certain way and you get unexpected wind or it's windier than you thought even, um, what you can do to the course to make it fair 
I yeah, mean, it kind of reminded me of the Shinnecock U.S. Open. Yeah, the winds picked up, but not as bad. Right. And that was that was that was pretty absurd. That's you had all kinds of players complaining there. Yeah, but um, I think I think and I think I don't know anything about you know greenskeeping, but I'd imagine that that's probably what went down and how this happened. Yeah, I mean, uh, Poulter posted a, uh, a picture. <laughs> that's a uh, tongue twister, but. He posted that picture and it said, I showed a picture of all the rough. It's like deep, deep green in color. And then the, the greens are like brown basically. And so he was trying to show like, you know, people who were asking him, asking him about it. Like, you know, it's hard to get it from something that thick on, onto a green that's completely baked out. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, it was a good challenge. I thought, uh, on Sunday, all, like I said earlier, all it was, was, who who wasn't gonna yeah, fuck Sheffler up? Yeah, Scheffler just survived. He did. Uh, watching Woodland, man, Woodland's finish was brutal to watch him. He went eagle double. I and was then, gonna say on seventeen, right? Yeah. He totally blew it. Yeah, yeah. Scheffler, uh, you know, he he ended up parring what those uh, fifteen down and the stretch, and that ended up being you know just as good as birding those holes. Yep. Obviously, how the course is planned. Um, and his. You know he hits he hits his iron so goddamn high. Yeah, it that, that he set him. up that he set up for those those because he didn't hit he, he he didn't hit hardly any fairways. Right, and even on even on uh, sixteen that par he got it was like a thirty foot thirty foot putt twenty five foot yeah. putt. Um, those I mean that was that was tough. He almost made the birdie putt on eighteen as well. Uh, he was really able to get from the rough to the green a lot better than I feel. A lot of, uh, I mean, to go even on the, that day, and I don't know what his fairways stat was. Uh, I remember looking at it and seeing it earlier. But I know he was in like you know a super low fairway percentage, mm-hmm. right? And to get out of that rough, is that's incredible, really. Uh, just trying to see if I can find him. Whatever, but, I don't yeah. know. He, I know he hit like yeah. four fairways throughout the day. Yeah, it was, and then so watch watching those two guys, Woodland, Scheffler, um, and then Hovland. Um, <laughs> oh my god, dude, he's so good. I, I won't before I say what I'm about to say. Like he's been playing. I mean, he's the number four player in the world now. Okay, and he's like 22. Yeah, he's incredible. He's an incredible player. Um, and he struggled down the stretch there. He's still right in the thick of things, you know. Yeah. Um, incredible, incredible player, but dude. He is absolutely terrible out of the bunker. <laughs> he was laughing about it. Yeah, <laughs> like what the fuck? I, I I don't know if he just had like a, a an off week or or what. But they were talking about it on the on the broadcast about how poor of a bunker player. Um, they said that he looked in, he looked lost out there in the bunker, and he was three for thirteen, um, saving par out of oof, out of bunkers. Oof. That's yeah, that's brutal. not good. I mean, I don't know what the that's that's got to be comparatively to the rest of what like yeah. pro, PGA pros are because I mean you talking they like try to hit into the bunker to get yeah. you know yeah uh, so and th- there's nothing wrong with the course conditions if you don't know how to hit out of a bunker I mean or you're yeah, or yeah. you're not hitting it well out of a bunker I mean well he's that. young like we said he's got plenty of time to improve it and he's I mean he's yeah if you look at his finishes his last you know eight tournaments he's he's been playing incredible so yeah i wouldn't be surprised to see him play well this weekend and then conversely i want to talk about will zalatoris who came out playing really well uh, on thursday yes they were talking about his putting and i you know you bet him frequently 
I have him in a master's bet with uh, uh, Scotty Scheffler. One of those two is looking really good. Oh, um, yeah, dude. But, you're, I mean, the Scheffler, Scheffler's odds with this win are going to go down so much more now. <clears throat> um, so I was, I was watching him putt, dude, and he looks completely lost, especially on super lightning fast greens. And I don't know what's happened. If it's – I was looking at his, like, strokes gain putting. He's, like, near the worst. So – he and he uses like the he's he's like a forearm lock guy, right? So he used to just be normal, like the normal, I thought normal grip and everything like that. But he is a forearm lock guy. I don't know. Right? He uses. I, here's my the. I think those guys, you know, they're using that because they're not. They they haven't figured out like a stroke, right? Yeah. Um, so that makes that makes some sense. But yeah, he he did not play well. Um, he did not play well down. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. on arm lock putting it was so yeah he does have the arm lock with the the pencil <laughs> the pencil grip that's what he's rocking with now he used to just be normal like the normal uh you know normal two-handed mm-hmm, grip mm-hmm. but anyway seeing a guy like that who has had such a great kind of breakout year last year seemed like his next win was right around the right around the corner it's rough seeing uh rough seeing him putt like that Hopefully, he figures something out because um, you know Augusta is not going to be friendly to him. Friendly to him if he can't putt. Period. Yes. Um, let's see, what else we got for the Arnold Palmer? Uh, nada. I mean, I think we were both all season or previously to the season saying we expected a big year out of Scheffler, yeah. um, and that's proven to be the case. So uh, again, I think he benefited greatly from the Ryder Cup experience. Uh, it certainly looks like he doesn't mind being, you know, under pressure situations. And, I mean, yeah, you got to think he's like a U.S. Open favorite right now because the Waste Management Open or the WM Open mm-hmm. and this were probably the two of the tougher courses that they've played all season, right? Yeah. So in difficult conditions um, and kind of having the grinding mentality, this guy, I would got to jump out ahead of the pack right now. Yeah. Um, totally agreed. So that's all I got for the Arnold Palmer. It was a great week. Very entertaining Sunday. Um, you have some HSBC here. Dude, we got some LPGA. It was funky. They started on Wednesday though. So we got Wednesday to Saturday coverage, which was nice in Singapore. Uh, Jin Young Ko won. She got back to the world number one somehow like at the end of the year through some like of the rating or whatever. Right. But, um, she won pretty she won by like two or three strokes. It was never really that big of a doubt. I watched a little bit Saturday night after a few beverages. Um it Dude, it's it's up. dope having them start on Wednesday. Wednesday and, and then on top of that be being in Singapore. Yeah. So it's on a prime time. But um yeah, dude, she is so there's just some historic stuff going on. That was her Sunday was her fifteenth round in a row in the sixties on on tour, which was a LPGA record. God and damn. I think she was one away from breaking that record a couple of years ago. She's got 30 straight rounds under par after Sunday, which is another LPGA <laughs> record. Uh, she's won six of her last 10 starts on the LPGA. She's won a shitload of times. She's only like 24. Uh, but it's, it's like a Tiger-esque run in the ladies game. And I would say, bold statement, that she's probably just in general the most skilled golfer on the planet. Right now, it's hard to, um, hard to argue. Her with those short numbers. game, man, is impressive. And fuck, dude, she's just balling, putting, hella confidence. Uh, 
it's going to be fun to watch her and Nels duke it out this season. Hopefully, have some epic showdowns down the down the stretch. That's insane consistency, um, and being like the number one player uh, in the world again. It was only a matter of time when you put together 30 straight subpar rounds. That's crazy. Yep. Six and ten. Six in the last ten. Like, that's, that's again, that's that tiger, happen- tiger yeah. type shit. That doesn't happen um, in the men's game. There's nobody that has We've done- had, well, Chef got two in these, these last little bit exactly. here. But, yeah, it's been almost all first-time guys that have won on, on tour this season. Yep. Minus Scheffler winning again. Um. So, yeah, shout out Jin Young Ko. Um, great win. They're back. I think we should have some primetime LPGA. She's 26. Uh, because they're in Thailand this week with nice. a, another good good field. Some more players coming over. So, uh, yeah. Shall so, we talk some uh, players championship? Yep. Real quick, since you brought up Tiger. Go I just want to say congrats to Big Cat. Um, Hall of Fame inductions this week. Yes. I'm excited to see who I don't I mean who introduces no, him. No surprise there. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> it's like the most uh yeah, easiest selection in history. Um but I'll be interested just to see that whole ceremony, what he says and who like brings him in. Yeah. Who do you, who do you think, if you had to guess? Do you think it's gonna be a former player? Do you think Oh, that's a good question. Who's gonna like is it gonna be uh, is, is it gonna be Lacava La or Stevie Williams? So they, they they no, I don't think it'll be Stevie. Yeah, I, don't I was think thinking so Lacava, but may I don't know because it, you they they got to give a good speech, right? Yeah, too. So uh, like obviously not going to be his dad. No, um, like who's but he like, tight with? Who's he like he's who's that's like, who I'm trying to think of like an old timer that he's super tight with. You know? Yeah. Oh um, man. Marco Mira, I know, I know no, they're, I know yeah, they're buds. They, they battled it out down the stretch, or like Freddie or someone. I thought the first person came to mind was Freddie. I don't know why. I don't know if he has a relationship. Any ties with him? Yeah, I yeah, don't yeah. know either. Um, Char- damn, dude, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. Shit. Oh man, awesome. Um, and then just another note: Marion Hollins, uh, a giant in the game, woman or not. Uh, she's also getting inducted, so I thought, oh. I thought that was pretty cool. They had a golf channel had a little segment on her today about like the his her history and how you know she essentially got Alistair McKenzie and Bobby Jones connected, got Pasta Tiempo built and all that. Shout out really Holland's really house. cool. Shout out Holland's house. Know a guy who got married there, but really really cool shit. It's a it's it's cool to see it get that type of national recognition. All right. The players, big, big week. I mean, this is the strongest field of the season by far. 46 of the top 50 golfers, um, one of those being... 20 the, mil. 20 mil on purse. the line. God damn. Uh, DeChambeau is out. He's one of the top 50 that isn't going to be there. Um, reigning champion, Justin Thomas. Uh, super pumped for this tournament. The players obviously really love it. They really respect it. Uh, I think it's combination of the course and the purse without a doubt and then the benefits that come with it right you get the five-year exemption yep you get the pat on the back you get you know all that good shit so um who do you got in terms of who got your eyes on this week not necessarily Um, betting but who you expecting a good tournament from who i would 
Um, I would think that uh, just non-betting wise, I mean, nothing crazy, right? I, I, I do think Hovland's going to play well. Mm-hmm. Um, I would expect to see I'm, – I'm hoping that Brooks plays well and we get a little Brooks action back. Yeah. Um, so I think I think we'll see some big names kind of coming back. Uh, I don't know. I'm not going to bet on any of those guys, but I'm, I am looking forward to it because uh, it's always interesting to see how TPC fares. And, and last year was you know a little bit different having it in uh, in March versus May, so we get to kind of see this again, right? Um, and how it all plays out, and whether it's you know a little bit softer and more gettable, or if there's weather like last week, shit, it's going to be crazy. So. Uh, I, I I expect a big name to win this tournament, though, right? So yeah. I, I I wouldn't be surprised, you know, Rom Brooks, maybe the return of DJ into a leaderboard. Yeah, they're saying he hasn't had a top five finish since he won the Masters. That would be awesome to just see DJ back. Yeah, um, I mean, I like watching him play so much. I feel like I haven't seen him play hardly at all uh, this last to start the season. Yeah. Um. I, I'm not going to bet on this guy because the odds are so minimal, but I'm expecting a big or a good tournament of Colin Marikawa. Looking at his numbers, I didn't realize he was so good and everything. He's top 10 in driving uh, accuracy. He's top 10 in, or top five strokes gain putting. And then obviously he's number two, I think, with his, with his approach shots behind Zalatoris yeah. right now. So I expect a good tournament out of him. Um, I, I totally agree with you on the Brooks pick because, or just to keep an eye on Brooks because uh, it would just be good to see him playing well again, uh, win another tournament. It is in the major though, so I don't know how hard he's gonna or how hard he's gonna. I mean, it's the fifth try. major though, bro. <laughs> um, and it's such a great course. Sawgrass is just. Yeah, you have such a wide range of winners here, yeah. right? It's it's it, it can, you, there's not guys that are just bombers that win it, but there's there's you know Webb Simpson won recently. Um, so there's there's so it's you know it all depends on how the course is playing over the week, but it says it's gonna be cold. Like cold. A, yeah. I think there's supposed to be some some potential rain too, right? Mm. <clears throat> some wind, so. Um, we could be in for more carnage. Who knows? Man. Um, should we dive into some bets? Yeah, let's get into our bets. Here. All right. Uh, there is, so I think I'm not totally set in stone on these, but I'll be about 90%. Okay, so who I bet last week because I yeah, didn't actually recap. say who I bet. I, I took Willie Z, uh, Keith Mitchell, and Maverick McNeely, and they were all like around 50th. They all made the cut, and then they all had terrible weekends like everyone else on mm-hmm. that course. Um, so no winners there for me. I don't believe we you had any winners. I didn't. I had uh, – dude, I had Hostler and Rory after Thursday. One pretty. Dude, looking really good, but then the then, – god damn, they just slowly started – uh, falling down the leader. Hideki board. almost got in there. Yeah, I think I, I think everybody that was in the top twenty-five, and he was one minutes. of three rounds under par. Um, yeah, he had on, a rough uh, Thursday too. He didn't even do that well on Thursday. He was one of three rounds under par on uh, Sunday. Yep. Uh, so yeah, no winners for myself T- either. T twenty, Hostler T twenty also. Yeah, I mean just outside of it. Yeah, so. yeah. 
Well, yeah, all kind of all hell broke loose. I, I thought, and yeah, Willie Z, I was he was fine till he posted like eight over on <laughs> Sunday. I mean, he had a chance. He wasn't up there, but I watched some of that too. That he was he was struggling big time, big time. Um, who do you got for this week? All right, so I've got right now, and I'll probably take all of these, but I, I've got. Uh, I might get rid of one of them, but I, I, I definitely like Berger. He played well uh, previously, right in the uh, yeah. where at, at at the Bear Trap. He was right into it, so look for him in a little bounce back spot. Kind of like it, right? Hungry, yeah. um, competitive dude. Obviously, I love I love Louie at plus six hundred. Berger's plus three seventy five, and then um, a guy that's won here, Sunjay M. But I think I'm going to scratch that pick. And I think okay. I'm going to go down to drop a bomb and see if this guy maybe can. He's coming off a win on the Euro or the Asian Tour. HV3 for a top 10 at plus 1,100. I saw him way down there. Um, I like it. And then just like talking on that, dude, there's a lot of good picks in like the six to 700 range, man. Well, when you got a field that's this loaded, yeah. right, you, get some, you get some value down there. Leishman. Just saying, I'm done with him. When I'm done with people that typically play well and win tournaments, <laughs> so if you want to fade the me being done, making the done list, Leishman at plus six fifty, uh, Sergio plus seven hundred. Like he's always a factor yeah. at this course. Um, so there's 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 some good value down there. What do you what do you got? Um, I'm not not reaching down too far. My my biggest uh, odds are five fifty with Neiman going with Jocko okay. again. Uh, Good pick. Yeah, I'm going to go Xander Shoffley at plus 320. I was going to pick Morikawa, but there's just no, yeah, no value there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I, I also took Spieth, plus 450. Um, I don't know why I took Spieth. I just had a feeling. I've been playing well. I mean, he's he's playing well. And I and saw, dude, he's fun to, he's run a root board. Why, yeah. why not? Yeah, he's great. Um, I do like the HV3 pick at 1100. I also really like your Louis pick. So... I mean, between the two of us, I think we're going to get a couple of these. Yeah, yeah. Louis almost seems like too good. It's like, why would? Why is he that low? Yeah, that, that, I had him know. for uh, was it last week? At the, yeah, I had him at the Honda. You had him at the the Bear Trap. Yeah, so I had him at the Honda, and he started off slow, but then it seemed like he like figured his shit out because he was a he was yeah, like a thirty. Yeah. So, um. But yeah, so I, I I can't wait. I mean, it's the players. It's, yep. It's, no, it's going to be fun. We don't need to overemphasize it. It yeah. should be uh, very fun. Should we just wrap it up with an up and down? A little up and down. Let's go. All right. You want to go first? Sure. Uh, on the ups, um, boy, getting up and down. I had some good good sand shots. I was very happy about that. Uh, so in my game, I'll say that. And then... Um, We'll delve out of golf, but in somewhat of my personal life, ups to two basketball teams, one local here. That would be the St. Ignatius Wildcats ladies hoop. They're playing for the NorCal state championship or NorCal regional championship. Uh, but a lot of my old players, I worked with that team for three years. Mm -hmm. So uh, they're seniors, four of them. They all stuck together. I trained them since they were in eighth grade or around there roughly. Um, they went down to St. Mary's in Stockton and beat them on Saturday night and playing for hopefully to get into a state championship. But, Sweet. um, 
those girls are awesome. They're hard workers, and I couldn't be happier for them uh, as having this kick-ass senior season and having to deal with all the bullshit of COVID and stuff last year. And then second would be uh, two of my guys playing in college. Seattle University won the whack. Their coach got fired at the start of the season. Um, my guy Riley Grigsby, Darian Trammell, guys I used to work with as well, they're kicking ass. So hopefully they win their conference tournament this week because – that's the only way they can make it into the big dance. Um, but congrats on a great regular season. They, uh, there's no way in hell they were predicted to win the, the whack as, as the regular season guys. And they came out of nowhere and did it. So hell of a season. Awesome. And then what do you got for down? Uh, down, I'm going to throw out my tee shots because they were terrible for <laughs> the re- most of the, uh, the weekend. But that's okay. I'm not too worried about that. Um, and then... Uh, <sighs> What else? Oh, let's uh, down on Calvin Ridley just because um, him too. Not because you know. I, I think he definitely got over punished, but how are you so stupid to bet on the fucking sport? You can bet on any other sport yep. if you need to go wet your whistle or just go play blackjack or something. But yeah. you had to go bet on an NFL game like that. <laughs> just a moron move. Unreal. Uh, <laughs> Unreal. Yeah. That that's definitely that's definitely what I was gonna lead off with for the down. <laughs> I had got to bring him up, man. Just bonehead. Um, just bet some hoop. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you got friends that play hoop? I mean, you can do it without getting in any trouble whatsoever. I mean, come on. Um, yeah. So for up, I definitely have. Uh, I like where my golf game's at, dude. Yeah, I like it. Played very I, well, consistent. Yeah. Um, predictable. Um, but I'm also just having a lot of fun out there now too. Um, I will say, uh, that's probably uh, of, of my game right now that I'm really enjoying the most is just being able to hit good shots into the green. I mean, the, the drives aren't all that great. That used to be a strength of mine, but being able to play my irons better, uh, really happy with that and didn't putt too terribly on top of that either. No, so rolling the walk. Well, uh, let's see another up. And up, I have to say, is the state of the Arnold Palmer Invitational. I really like seeing it play that difficult. And if that was what Arnie had in, in terms of his vision for that tournament, then uh, that puts a smile on my face. Um, then down, I'm going to go with the dude who was in front of us at Peacock Gap, man. <laughs> that fucking guy. Uh, I just don't understand how we, oblivious someone could be. Yeah, I and, and part of that's got to go on to his... Uh, his the people playing with him too. right because they i feel like if he doesn't know if they don't know him and he doesn't know what he's doing you got to tell him like dude what do you like yeah if we're all up on the green just hit a shot over here and yeah. don't go back but yeah um yes i i completely agree what, what uh they they must have trusted him greatly too because they're standing on the green while he's hitting like seven iron yeah green, like, yeah, yeah 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 i dude there were so many baffling elements to that whole scenario well awesome um Looking forward to this week for the players. We'll meet next week. Let's try to, if we can, maybe get a round in this weekend. Yeah. But until next time, hit them straight. Yes, indeed. That does it for this episode of the Sandy Pars Podcast. We want to thank you all for joining us. And if you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or anywhere you get your podcast content. Join us next week to unpack the Players' Championship and much, much more. 
Lastly, be sure to follow us on Instagram at SandyParsGolf and visit our website, SandyPars.com, for a full library of podcasts and additional golf content like course reviews, reading guides, and more. Special thanks to our producer, Ryan Teeson, and until next time, hit him straight.